Hello, everybody, and welcome to the CrossGen Podcast. My name is Walt, and I am here with my two sons, AJ and Eli. Guys, say what's up. Welcome. Hello. What's up? I mean, yes, this is Vladagon. Vladagon? Yes. Okay, your computer name. And yes. in, in which, in that case, my name is... Forget it. You guys, yes. you guys come up with some crazy names on this thing. All right. So um, today we're going to be talking about something that's near and dear to our heart. Video games. Uh, the first half of 2022 saw some spectacular games that came out um, and some not so spectacular games. It's kind of been a hit or miss with 2022 first half, but... Today on the podcast, we're going to be talking about 2022, the second half. And usually that's a little bit more robust because guess what happens in the second halves of years? Non-existent holidays. Holiday season. That's when they're going to go crazy with the games. And looking at this list... um, yeah, it looks like it's gonna kind of continue this year, also, right? Personally, I say that's debatable, but let's see. All right, so we're gonna be doing our top ten most anticipated list. We're gonna throw in some honorable mentions in there. We're gonna sprinkle in a couple of games that we think are notable for 2023. But before we start, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you're listening to us to us audio the audio version on the podcast apps of your choice we are on apple music google Podcasts, spotify pandora i mean basically any podcast app that's out there we're pretty much on it and additionally we're on youtube oh yeah so you can see our beautiful or ugly faces depending on how you how you roll um we also have a side gig. Yeah, we do. What's the, what's that side gig? Twitch. Twitch. And we have a channel on the cross po- on the cross gen podcast page which is cross gen play. Which is where we us knuckleheads go out and play our favorite games and try and sound interesting, right? Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started. Um Top 10 list. We got it right here. Let's check it out. The first one on the list is a game that's coming out October 7th. Eli? Yes. Um, We're talking about Midnight Suns, which is basically... Midnight Suns is basically about Midnight Suns, which if you didn't know about it... (laughs) It's a Marvel guess. property. It's about Midnight Suns. It is about Midnight Suns, uh, okay. surprisingly. And um, it features Wolverine. Okay, uh, that's going to take a while if I just go through the characters. There's a bunch of... It's basically, I would say... Who are it's the main sort of characters? Like, Let's put it that way. Well, the main characters, it seems like it's Ghost Rider, Blade, someone else, Iron Man, and Wolverine. I don't know who the... Who the Spider-Man? Person. It's another big one. Spider-Man is also in that. Uh, Scarlet Witch, apparently. Captain Marvel, Magic, and Nico Minoru. Okay. 
and Captain America. Okay, I'm reading the ro- the roster now. But basically, the the trailer seems pretty interesting because it seems like it's a very different take of uh it's just a very different Marvel game in terms of story, I guess. Uh with new character. I don't know who the green fire lady is, but she Looks turns kind of like Lilith. Yeah, and she turns like venom into an evil demon and yeah overall i would say the game isn't very it's your typical underwhelming marvel game in my opinion um okay okay you also said it's like somewhat uh similar to this game called xcom yeah so the game is not your typical marvel game because most of the marvel games that we've been accustomed to are pretty much action games right like yeah. you do a thing and it does the thing um this one here is very much like an rpg almost like a, a an XCOM game for people who haven't played that that's kind of almost turn-based with this game you're actually using cards so it it's kind of blending two things together so you you pick the card and then you choose the opponent that you're supposed to go and use that card against so it's not your typical Marvel game, um, but a lot of people are, are jiving on, you know, the um, the trailers and stuff, and a lot of people seem to be very, very interested in it. The, the trailers, I will give it that. It does look very interesting. Like, they have, like I said, Venom Demon, um, Demon Hulk. Uh, who's that guy on the left? I can't place him. That's basically... Um, Who's the dude from DC? I, I I keep forgetting his name. He looks exactly like like him. Uh, Stephen Wolf. It's literally Stephen Stephen Wolf. Like if you look at him, he literally okay, but looks like, like Stephen Wolf. Isn't isn't he like part of Thanos's clan? Oh, he's the probably one on of the, the left. Yeah, like the yeah. really big guy, right? With the with the horns. Isn't isn't he like Obsidian or something? He looks that's, like that's not Black Dwarf. No, no, I'm not saying that it is, but he's got a, like a similar look to it. He does. I don't know who he is. Sorta. I don't know. You know. I mean, my first guess would have been Rhino, but I don't see anything Rhino. else that screams Rhino. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, either way, the game is. It has an interesting concept. I don't know exactly if it would pull it off. Uh, yeah, like see this way. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like also whole, very important. Uh, the whole card ability thing seems interesting, right? Yeah, I was just about to say but so that it seems like it can get boring to play if I'm being completely no, honest. That's not true. It just it looks like you're gonna have a lot to get accustomed to. Yeah, you know what that's a that's a better way to put it. But then again, it's the viewers. Opinion, yeah, like so. I said, it's a very, very different Marvel game than we're accustomed to. Yeah. You know, if you we're, play we're accustomed it. to action games where we have freedom of movement, you know, you have to kinda learn combos and stuff like that. Marvel that's not Alliance. this. You know? So, all right. So that's uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, and that comes out October 7th. Um, the next game on the list, and this is one that I picked because, you know, I'm kind of like into horror and stuff like that. And so this seems to me at least pretty interesting. And the game that I'm referring to is the Callisto Project. Now, Protocol. I mean, yes, I'm sorry. The Callisto Protocol. 
And I guess you must not like the game, game that much. That what was that? I guess you must not like the game that much. No, no. <laughs> I'm just I'm kidding. Sorry. I'm just kidding. Yes, the Callisto Protocol. And this is a game that's developed by Striking Distance Studios, and it's going to be published by a company called Krafton. I'm not too familiar with them. This is the one that you're probably going to have to wait the longest because it's scheduled to come out December 2nd of 2022. And the interesting thing is that it's directed by a guy named Glenn Schofield, who, if you know who he is, he co-created the Dead Space series. See, that's why this looks so much like Dead Space. Yes. And that's why I'm kind of vibing on it because it's got those dead space vibes but it looks a little different at the same time right yeah it's a lot it's a lot more ghoulish like dead space was ghoulish already but this kind of i mean i'm not gonna say it looks more no that doesn't look realistic at all but the, the point i'm trying to make is that it looks a lot more gritty Dead Space was gritty, but this is like another level of gritty. It's At an, least if you ask me. It's basically an upgraded uh, Dead Space. Well, well, Dead Space... You're going to watch your tongue there, my friend. <laughs> it looks like it can be considered. But I mean, it looks good. good. It looks, it looks good. good. It looks good. Yeah. It's, it's set in 2320 in a prison colony. 2320. Um, on Jupiter's moon, Callisto which makes sense because it's called the Callisto Protocol, right? And um, you you kind of find yourself in the middle of an alien invasion on the prison. So, I mean, for survival horror fans, I think this one kind of ticks all the boxes. You yeah. know, um, it does look super, super interesting. The graphics... Of course, are awesome. awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the good thing beautiful. about it is that this this is not going to be exclusive to any one console because it's coming out for the PlayStation 4 and 5, the Xbox One and Let's Series go. XS. And it also comes out for Microsoft Windows. So it's going to give you both current and older generation PlayStation and mm. Xbox. And if you got a PC, go out and play it. So... I mean, that's number nine for me. So that's the Callisto Protocol. Speaking like of survival horrors, uh, see what I did there? Yeah, I like yes. That. Number um, eight on the list, right? Yes. So um, on the developer side, if you know who they are, it's being made by Ebb Software, um, publisher. Klepper Interactive. Can't say I've heard of either, but hey, still looks like a good game. And you know what's interesting about this game? When I looked at the when I look at the trailer now and when I saw it a couple moments ago, I get such a vibe from like Alien. It does. It has that Alien slash Prometheus slash you know the uh, the engineers from from the alien from yeah. the predator, right? Is predator no, or is it alien? Right, it's alien. It's so, only alien. But it has that vibe to it, right? So this is kind of like if you fused Alien with Hellraiser. Oh, that's that's Doom, basically. Yeah, that is Doom. That's Doom. Yeah. Okay, but this 
okay, let me let me throw in another layer. Halo's flood. That's not Doom. Yeah, I mean that that's, that's pretty fair. cool. The interesting thing about this game, uh, you might think that it is one thing, but it's really not. It's not a first person shooter. Oh no, which is, which is interesting, right? Because you look at the trailer, and the trailer kind of screams first person shooter, right? But it does have first-person shooting elements. I it's just you kind of got to, at least the way the dude narrating this trailer says it, you have to carefully, I guess, approach your encounters because it's not like, at least from what I'm seeing and what I'm being told, Basically, if you don't manage your encounters right, you can get messed up. Yeah, really bad. Yeah, I, I think it has. It, it's it's obviously again, like you said before, a survival horror uh, game, but it's got elements like the Ark series. I guess is probably a, a a good way of putting it, where there are different ways to handle encounters. It's not yeah. always the one way. And you're not necessarily, I mean, maybe that's a, a poor example, um, but I can't think of any other game that kind of does that. Can you? Actually, yes. It's the game that our good cousin Hafa has been pushing me to play for some time now. That's Prey. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Prey is, Prey is kind of like a thing where you have to... You can run. Experience yeah, you to, can run. You can hide. You can avoid. You can fight. It's all based on how you want to approach the situation, and I think this is kind of in that vein. Except, gotta be a lot more careful. Okay. Now this game comes out October twenty first, twenty twenty two, and it looks like it's going to be. Basically, Xbox and PC, mostly. Oh, so it's a, it's a Microsoft exclusive, then? It looks like it. Okay, okay, that's interesting. interesting. All right. Um, moving on to our seventh pick, and this is a surprising pick, and this is actually a game that I'm kind of intrigued. I, I actually want to go back and play the first one because I can honestly say I never have, but... The game that we're talking about is A Plague Tale Requiem. And this is a sequel to the surprise hit of 2019, A Plague Tale Innocence. And it's an action-adventure stealth game developed by Asobo Studio and published by Focus Entertainment. And it follows two siblings who are looking for a disease for the younger boy's blood disease in southern France. So um, this game distinctly gives me some Last of Us type vibes. It does. Where, you yeah, know, it really does. Yeah, but like it's supposed to be really, really good. And rats. Yeah, I was oh, going to yeah. say that. Rats, for whatever reason, seem to be like a huge thing. Supposedly not only in this game, but in the first game as well. And... It's weird because the rats are, it's not like one singular rat. It's like a horde of rats. And you can actually use it in the gameplay because, 
first of all, you're you're trying to avoid these things, but you can actually push people into the rat um blob, I guess, right? Yeah. And they get all eaten up and stuff. It's so. really grotesque and disgusting. Yeah, but I I, yeah. I guess rats are kind of like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So um like I said, this this kind of gives me, you know, Last of Us vibes, but it's set during the Inquisition. Oh. And you know, they're running away from soldiers and the rats are there for a specific reason because they're the ones that are spreading the black plague. So there's some historical, you know, uh, yeah. equivalence to this, right? There the is. Inquisition took place during the black plague. That, that's what it looks like. You Very know? sure. So, um, okay. The French inquisition and you've got the, rats. Oh, I'm thinking of the Spanish. No, no, no. Inquisition. This is the French inquisition. Sorry. I should have, I should have been, because we're in France. You know yeah, yeah. You know what? That makes more sense. So the Black Plague and you got both of those elements. And then at the same time, you're trying to get away from these soldiers while at the same time trying to find a cure for the disease of the younger kids. So, I mean, that seems pretty interesting. It's very, it's a very different concept for a game, but I like the way they're executing it. Like, especially based off of the trailer, it's definitely more than just surviving a plague i guess yeah i mean you know you're you're there's a whole you've got all these elements that are kind of coming after you and um the combat you know supposedly they expanded it from the first one um you've got you can use knives you can use slings you got crossbows you can throw rocks pots you know there's a lot of different things that you can do to kind of either kill or distract people so you know you got that stealth element also, you know, yeah. and then you, the high grass, you can kind of sneak around in that and stuff. So it looks pretty interesting. Um, and so this is a game that's that's coming out for literally everything Ooh. except for the the older generation. Okay, um, that's fair. So if you have a PS4, if you have an Xbox One, oh. you're kind of out of luck with this one. But in October... Um, the actual date is, excuse me, October 18th. Um, this is set to release for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series S and X. Mm-hmm. And so that's a game that I think, at least for me, I'm going to kind of be keeping my eyes on. It's definitely probably, it's, it probably is one of the most unique, unique games on this list just because of how different and how it's just really different. You've never actually received any concept like this before, I guess. I definitely have to play the first one though. Yeah, oh, because yeah, because yeah. this is kind of like a continuation of that. You know, it's the same two siblings as in the first one. So definitely, you know, this is a game that is kind of on my radar. So, um, so that was a Plague Tale Requiem. We are now really speeding through this thing. We're up to number six on the yeah. list. Eli, and what we got? Speaking of uh, new concepts and probably impressive games, uh, I'm going to throw it to one of the most anticipated games of the century, probably. And probably one of the most impressive, one of the most impressive and groundbreaking games of the past 
decade, probably, in my opinion. That's all I'm going to say. Probably better than Elden Ring. I'm going to throw this straight to Gotham Knights, which already you can tell what this is going to be. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot of rumors that this game isn't uh, exactly uh, living up to any expectations. Uh, but I feel like there's a lot more to this game. There's a lot of attention to, uh, attention to detail that you guys really aren't appreciating. I feel like this game has a lot of a lot to it that can be I, I think this could be game of the year if I'm being completely honest. I think that this game could be game of the next of this decade. Um so wow. Yeah, Gotham Knights. Real Gotham Knights, huh? the CW series, or <laughs> Gotham Knights, the video game? Oh, let's not mistake it for the, the other wonderful masterpiece that CW blessed us with. Um, we are talking about Gotham Knights, the game. The one with Magical Red Hood and our Fortnite Robin. So, basically, <laughs> the game, uh, I mean, the characters... Okay, now I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop BSing everything. Okay. <laughs> Red Hood has magical powers. I already said that before. It's horrible. It's horrible. The it game really is. Yeah, just look at one of the character gameplay gameplay uh things, whatever. And it's it's just horrible. Um Bruce Wayne is apparently dead. I don't believe that. He's gonna be alive yeah. in, in the game. Somehow. I mean it's it's totally like DC. I do think though that they actually like that. the developer actually did say that he is totally dead yeah trolling yeah that's like kevin feige saying yes this is totally gonna happen but granted um, i don't know this developer but i'm not getting fooled yeah either way i'd I'd still you know just in case but um yeah the game pretty much does not look good at all (laughs) you can play it if you want don't don't uh it's don't not- stop me from from uh, trying it out, but it's just no, it looks horrible. Don't let you stop other people from trying. Yeah, you know, don't the, don't the, stop the weird thing I mean, is, don't is that yeah. and and it, Eli, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't the the developer of this game the same people that did the Arkham series? Really? Yeah, yeah I'm, I, I'm pretty I, sure actually. I, I, I'm pretty sure about that, which is strange because yeah. the Arkham series was so well received, as uh, especially the last one. Um, I think it was Arkham Knight, and, and so I it's heard weird. All, a lot about Arkham Knight and how good it is. Yeah, so and, it's weird that we get this as kind of like the next evolution of that that kind of. Um, storytelling you know how the mighty have fallen it it is a four-player game um and so you can play it you know solo but i think the joy in in this game is playing it with another person Um, because there's teleport because there are there are um elements where you can do like combos and stuff with another player and stuff so yeah it's pretty lame actually (laughs) why did i I have to be reminded i remember the first time seeing it and the character animations were just horrible it was cutting off it was like super choppy and then you look at robin with his paraglider just floating around gotham like an angel it's so freaking weird you have (laughs) red hood who is uh just double jumping Literally, he's literally he's double Hulk jumping. jumping. Yeah. So <laughs> it's on jumping. magic. He's no, he's doing Miss Marvel jumping. Yeah, he is. 
He is. Because like he's manifesting like a platform for him to jump on. Now, what do you think about the aspect that the story is going to take place revolving around the Court of Owls? You know is me. Is that something that even... I don't care about the story. So, Andre. It's so weird I'm... that we have this game on the most anticipated list in that case. Because I don't think anybody's anticipating it. I just it. wanted I mean, to throw this in the Court of there. Owls can be interesting, but if I were to, like... Because I remember seeing from the trailer... That everyone was in like a a frozen casket. Like, I can very easily see the Court of Owls going, you know what be the best weapon to fight against the Gotham Knights? Oh, I don't know. Why not a brainwashed Bruce Wayne who's actually a stand-in for Talon? Oh boy. I can I'm yeah. calling it now. Okay, I'm so calling it now. Well that that's Gotham Basically. Knights. Gotham Knights. Which is gonna be Eli's uh favorite game and probably um he will be the recipient of the game for his birthday yeah totally thank you so <laughs> thank you all right let's let's move on to something that i know aj is looking forward to here we go aj we are now up to number five on the list so you remember that game dead space dead space that one. really good horror game that came out way back when. The one that... Um, 2008. The guy jumped ship and is now doing the Callisto Protocol. That game. Well, when you put it like that, it makes it sound really bad. <laughs> well, anyway. Yes. So, Dead Space is getting a remake. Yay. Uh... The, the developers, Motive Studio, publishers, Electronic Arts, pretty cool dudes, run on the Frostbite engine. Dead Space, the remake. That's actually going to look really cool with updated graphics. It does. Like, and based apparently, off of the trailer. Apparently, uh, if you've heard it through the grapevine, which may or may not be reliable every now and again, they're going to be including cut content. He is the original first game. So this is almost like a director's cut of the first game, right? Basically. But with like updated graphics and you know things of that nature. So literally it's a director's cut. Yeah. You know, more or less. Remastered in HD or in this case 4K. With creepier lighting and probably ridiculous sound design that if you turn up late at night you'll die of fright or something because i remember just playing the original game because i used to play this like late at night and maybe the volume wasn't all the way up but there were times when i got gotten really good then it sucked <laughs> and i questioned my my decision to play it at night <laughs> there you go you know, that space at 3 a.m. <laughs> All right. I obviously you were a fan of the the original games, right? So, that all right. Well, that is our number five game. Oh, one more thing. Yes. It's going to be on multiple platforms, but there's a catch. Uh oh. At least according to what I see here, PlayStation 5, Windows, Xbox Series X or S. 
not older ones, which oh, is a little bit of a letdown. That's stupid. At least according to what I see, this could change. But well, listen, you know, we're already, I think, what, two years into the the current generation. So, you know, the older consoles are going to start falling off, you know, at two this point. Years? Uh, Right. So um, it, it's interesting because we're in our top five oh, list right now. And the crazy thing is three of the top five are remakes. So <laughs> I don't know what to, to make of that. But here's the second one in our top five. That's a remake. And I'm talking about um, the game which was game of the year way back when it first came out. Naughty Dogs, The Last of Us, but this one is The Last of Us Part 1, the remake of the 2013 action-adventure game. Again, published by Naughty Dog and... I mean, developed by Naughty Dog and published by Sony Computer Entertainment. Um, I can, You can kind of guess that since Sony is the one that's publishing it, it is a PlayStation exclusive. Ah, let's go playstation Um, for the win let's go it is the original game is one of the best-selling video games of all time um it sold over 1.3 million units in its first week and totaled 17 million copies sold in the month of april of 2018 it won multiple game of the year awards from a lot you know, different magazines, critics, award ceremonies, and has been cited as one of the greatest video games ever made. And not to be outdone, there is a series based on The Last of Us. I believe it's coming to HBO Max, if I remember correctly. So The Last of Us is a heavy hitter in video game history. It came out in 2013... Um, did we really need a remake nine years later? I mean, here's the only thing I can think of because I remember that we had a debate some time ago, or at least uh, our hosts Jose and Gabe had a debate about a very spirited debate. Yes, Last of Us 2 had some very mixed reception. I mean, it's kind of the easy route to do a remake because considering how they thought number two was going to be probably widely praised, I'm playing it safe, if you ask me. The weird thing about it is that um, Naughty Dog is not only just taking the existing game and kind of putting shiny things on it, they're actually rebuilding and remaking it exclusively for the PlayStation 5. They're they're going from the ground up and redoing everything. So the characters look different. Um, it's, it's basically the same game, but rebuilt from scratch for the PlayStation 5. So that's the only thing that I find, you know, I find different and interesting about this game because the first game was very good looking. And they did a remaster of it. So this is the third iteration of The Last of Us Part 1 that we're getting. They're trying to do uh, the GTA remakes. 
they're trying to milk it. Well, I wouldn't say. Is it? Are they really milking a dead cow? Well, considering and and here here's the thing, the the first game came out in 2013. The remaster came out a year later. Is it? But it's still popular. Technically. It is still very very popular. And again, you know. Y- you you have to you have to give it its props because like I said it is listed as one of the greatest video games ever made so um, but I you know it, it to kind of what you're saying are, are we milking a, a, a dead horse here dude we really need to have it again come back from the third time I mean would it be would you be better served to kind of like see a brand new game in that universe or whatever? Or do we really want to go back and see it again for the third time? Like I said, safe option. Yeah. So, um, again, that's uh, The Last of Us Part 1. It's scheduled to come out September 2nd. And, again, it is exclusive to the PlayStation 5. Um, so there's that. That is the number four game on our list. I'm going to stay on theme here. Well, at least I'm going to I'm going to hijack the next one because this is a game that I know a lot of people are anticipating, maybe not some of us in this room here. No. But that is the sequel to the particularly Hero Shooter Overwatch which came out in 2016. Um, this game was developed and published by Blizzard Entertainment. And I'm talking about Overwatch 2. Uh, Overwatch 2 is set to release October 4th of 2022. And unlike the last two games, which are Last of Us being PlayStation exclusive, uh, Dead Space, I believe you said, was Xbox exclusive also, right? No. Or was that another game? That That was another game. Did I say that was an Xbox exclusive? Yeah, well, it doesn't matter because Overwatch 2, um, you'll be able to play it on every console oh. imaginable, imaginable. It was Scorn that was for Windows and Xbox. Oh, yes, yes. Scorn. Um, well, Scorn Overwatch awesome. 2 doesn't suffer from that because it's on every game system imaginable. It's on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, and... The biggest thing about this game is the fact that it is multiplayer. I mean, it's free to play. Um, it kind of follows that whole, you know, um, genre of Fortnite and Apex Legends. As and, I said, it's a, it's a, you know, now Halo because Halo, no, the multiplayer, no. is free to play, right? It's Fortnite for Discord mods. Was it, it again? Always free to play. Because I said it before. Yeah, when it Not came out. in the podcast. But it never Halo multiplayer never used to be free to play before. It was just when Infinite came out, that became a free to play mode. So. Look, if you wanted Overwatch 2, just go play Apex. Andre or looks confused here. Yeah. Halo Infinite, you can download Halo Infinite and just play multiplayer for free. Oh, but you wouldn't get like the campaign. No. Ah, okay, that makes sense. So, all right, it, it okay. kind of follows that whole free to play model, um, Overwatch too. But like I said, Overwatch Overwatch is insanely popular. 
And so, you know, the fact that a number two is coming out um, is is pretty, pretty, you know, interesting. It has persistent cooperative modes. They changed the PvP to reduce the team sizes from six to five, and they had to rework several of the characters. But another cool thing is that it features cross-platform play. So you can be on a Switch and be playing against a guy who has a PlayStation 4 who's playing a guy that has a Xbox Series X. So, um, And you have 30 different characters. So there's going to be a play style for everybody in this game. So if you're into that whole you know, Battle Royale, free-to-play model, Overwatch 2 is definitely a game that really needs to be on your kind of, like, watch list for 2022. So, again, it comes out October 4th. Um, and that's pretty much it on that that one. We're getting you go. to the next. We're up to number two. We're flying through this here. The next remake, the last remake in our top five, Eli, you want to talk a little bit about that? It's, oh God. Surprise, surprise, COD Modern Warfare 2. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2. Haven't they, isn't this kind of like similar to the whole Last of Us? Haven't they? You, you t- no, this is actually beating a dead horse. Yeah, oh, there you go. This is actually beating a dead horse. Yeah, it's, we've, we're going back. Um, I think this is this one is a little weird because I think it's a remake, but also a different story at the same time. Like they add more stuff to it, which is weird. Okay, story wise, story wise, COD has always been somewhat decent. With it's not, it doesn't have the best story, but it's it, it does have a decent story there. Otherwise, the game respectfully is just the same game. It, as like every as like the past 10, 10 COD games. So well, I guess I um, Infinity yeah. Ward is basically if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't think there's much to say about Call of Duty, Call of Modern, Duty no. Modern Warfare Two that hasn't been said already. Um, if you look, if you love Call of Duty, great. You know what I hated about seeing the trailer when we saw it earlier. They catfished me with the intro to wherever I may roam, only for it to be part of what? What do you call that? A sample, right? Yeah, well, they sample anything nowadays. It could be a cover, also. The beat is you know. okay, but like to be fair, I hated that so much. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that Infinity—that's just does me. Really that's just well. me. <laughs> yeah, but the one thing that Infinity War does really well. And Activision is the fact that their trailers are really, really good. Yeah, their trailers are amazing. Yeah, no matter so. what you say, their trailers are actually decently. They're actually pretty good. They they know how to they know how to market their game. I guess they do. Um, okay, so that's uh, like I said. There's really not much to say about Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2. If you're a fan of the series, you're definitely going to be checking it out. That comes out when Eli. Uh, Modern Warfare does, in fact, come out, I believe, 2022. 
October 28th. Okay, to thank be you. Specific. Yes. All right, before we hit number one, uh, I do want to mention three games uh, that kind of fall into the honorable honorable mention slot. Honorable. Uh, that is Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, um, Hogwarts Legacy, and the one that I, I kind of, I mean, Hogwarts Legacy, well, first of all, Final Fantasy, you guys know who you guys are. You're going to love this game. Um, it, it's Final Fantasy VII. It has the characters there, um, and it looks magnificent. So that's definitely something to put on your list. Hogwarts Legacy looks very, very interesting for a Harry Potter game. And Harry Potter is insanely popular. I didn't think, though, that I would find myself interested in a Harry Potter game. And I got to say, it kind of looks okay. Um, yeah, it actually really does. I'm not even going to lie. I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan. I've only seen like two movies that I really like. I've never really read the books. But like that game, I'm not, not going to lie. It gave me second thoughts. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I definitely want to try out. Um, but the one that I find the most interesting, and maybe it's my age is showing here, is Sonic Frontiers. Because for the first time ever... Sonic is going open world. What? And that to me is just completely bonkers. And, you know, I grew up with Sonic being a side scroller on Sega Genesis and all that stuff. And, you know, the Sega system and, and, you know, all of the older consoles. And to see Sonic being able to run freely in like an open world is strangely and awesomely satisfying. Yeah. You know, like I don't like, I don't know how this is going to work, but just from the trailer alone, I am super intrigued to find out how you can mess around with Sonic after decades of side scrolling Sonic, you know? So this to me is like super, super fascinating. Um, all three games that we spoke about in the honorable mentions don't have exact release dates, dates, but they are scheduled to come out sometime in the holiday season 2022. So definitely keep an eye out on that. Let's get this straight. Sonic can, in fact, parry. Yes. yes. Sekiro players are going to have a blast with Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> Like, I, I can just, okay. I can literally just see it now. All the mods of Sonic the Hedgehog in Elden Ring. Oh, man. That oh, would be amazing. Stop. No. So, all right. Stop. Let's get Jesus to Christ. our top pick of this list the most anticipated game of 2022. AJ, it's Forza please. 9. It is Forza 9. Hey, you never know. Forza is pretty damn popular, but I don't think that's the one that you're vibing on. Elden Ring 3. You got to get two first, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Elder Scrolls 6. Lord. Let's not get into that. <laughs> Elder Scrolls 6 is scheduled to come out in the next 19 years or something like that. So, you know. All right, but... I don't think I'll be alive by the time the next Elder Scrolls comes out. Jesus Christ. 
In truth, it is the PS5 PlayStation exclusive. Oh, PlayStation you exclusive. Only, you only have one exclusive. You only have one fresh game. Only one. No, but you have better. PlayStation 4 has Bloodborne. It has God of War. Yeah. It does, okay. in fact, have a list of other games that I could. That I you could, cannot mention. I would search it up right now. Spider Man. Spider Man. Have you played it? To be fair, <laughs> have I, you played it? I have that played says it. a lot. I have played it. That I says have, a lot. No, no, no. I have played it. I haven't finished the game, but I heard it was really good. And some other games that I would check Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn. That's four really popular games that are only PlayStation exclusive. That you haven't played. I have played most of them. Like, a yeah, okay. Good sure. chunk of each one of them. Shadow but anyway, of, Shadow of Colossus. Shadow of Colossus. Okay. That's okay. Old game, not a new game. Last but it's still, of us. It's still PlayStation. Some really fire PlayStation. PlayStation does have some really, really good yeah. exclusive games. But anyway, we're talking about God of War Ragnarok. Yes. Um, please explain. Santa Monica Studios, bless them. Yes. Sony Interactive, the publisher, kind of bless them. <laughs> Sorta. <laughs> Basically, this we've been waiting for for oh so long. This was the only thing that could possibly challenge Elden Ring. True. Coming November 9th. That, you know what? I, I never thought about it that way, but you're absolutely right. Because I think right now, Elden Ring is clearly the... The con- the top contender for game, game of, the, of year. the year, yeah, that might change when um, Ragnarok comes out. That might. So it might. That's mm. pretty interesting. A lot of stuff going on in that game. There is a lot. I haven't seen the God of War, the previous one, so Ragnarok. Well, actually, no. I watched You've a seen bit of the gameplay trailer of the cutscene movie. Yeah, I can't say that I fully know. You I, need I to. I, yeah, you, you need, to play need the game. N- play the game. Watch the cutscene movie. Do what you need to do. But you just need, know about the first one so you could play the second one. Yeah, because I really want to do Ragnarok. I saw. I remember in the trailer, like we saw Fenrir and Thor, and then I know you said there was like this other god that the game had been building up to for a while. Tear. Tear. Yeah. The Norse god of war. For some reason, I don't know him. I thought Shame. I was well versed in Norse mythology, Shame. but I guess not. So tier, yeah. So Yeah. And that and spoiler alert if you haven't played the game. Spoiler alert. One, two, three, four, you, five, you've been warned. You got the five second countdown. There's nothing you can do now. Loki. Well, you have okay, well the child. Okay, there you go. Loki. Did We're going to get more. Did the child have a name? Or His name was, was Atreus. Boy. Oh, Atreus. <laughs> it was boy. I mean, Kratos just says no, no, boy. Yeah, that's how he calls him. I, I, don't like him. I don't blame him. You know? it, is, it is boy. So it boy is Atreus. Is I, I thought it was. Atreus, um, isn't that the same, the same name of the character of that old um, movie? Um, oh God! What I was thought it? that was a Treyu. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, a Treyu. 
Close that's enough. that's what's the name of that movie? The Never Ending Story or something like that. Yes, it made a second one, you which wasn't so it. good. It's I feel like I've heard it. The Never Ending Story is. The it has story. a very popular song. Yeah, and it's also Isn't that the with story. Nope. No? It's also the story of nothing. Wasn't there something like with Metallica and it was like never ending or something like that? Or no, no. I don't remember. It was like yeah. some movie. Through yeah. the never? Through the never. That that's <laughs> totally different. That's a concert that? movie. Totally that's different. Concert movie? That's a concert movie. Yeah, oh. Metallica is famous for those and they're really good. Yeah. But basically anyway, there's just so much story to look forward to. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be changing the gameplay much either, right? Because that's another one where it it's doesn't like, look like it. Because you it still have broke, the shield. Fix it. Yeah, you can't fix it, right? You still got the shield. Still got the axe. You're obviously going to be be able to use the blades of chaos because that was also part of the revamp. I like that you could, with the God of War game, you could take the same gameplay mechanics put them in the next game and for it to feel like it's a totally new new game it's really weird it, it i feel like when seeing uh god of war ragnarok i feel like i feel like it's a refresher or something i don't i don't know why oh well i think the, the big part the big part of the god of war games is not just the gameplay but it's really a very story driven franchise I think oh that's, yeah that's if, the reason why everything looks new because you're layering a tried and true gameplay mechanic uh, set to a story that is just phenomenal, right? Yeah. If you get the chance, I'm not even going to say do one and two, at least do three. God of War 3 is probably Wait. one of the best of all time. God of War 3, is that the one before the previous one? That yes. Three leads up to the to events the, of God of God War, War, the new one with Atreus. Are we? What's the title of God of War, the new one, that, that I can't seem to remember? Ragnarok? The one before Ragnarok. Ascension? God of War Ascension? No, 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 no. Okay, look. He's talking about the regular, the the PlayStation 4 version. It's just God of War. Yeah, it's just plainly God of War. That's lame. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I mean, if you want to get stuck on naming conventions. I will, because that's pretty lame. But anyway. Amazing games, though. Yeah. Amazing games. So, of course, it's going to be our number one pick of... The remaining of 2022. Um, let's very, very quickly just look ahead. Um, I, I think we we each picked one game in 2023 that we were looking forward 2023? to. 2023? Yeah. So, AJ, what? I think you picked something tried and true. Something that kind of came... Well, it's... It's not a surprise. It's been in development supposedly for a long time, but we finally got a look at it, and damn if it doesn't look amazing. Probably the thing that they should have invested time into doing instead of doing Diablo Immortal, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. And you know, not for nothing, Diablo Immortal has has really suffered because of the mechanic of 
free to play and loot boxes and all you know season passes and all that stuff but oh yeah um a lot of people if you strip that away really do like the game it's just those things make the game not fun to play and unbearable yeah but you're talking about diablo 4 yes and what's great about diablo 4 is that it is a complete I'm not going to say reimagining, but it's a vastly different game than the ones that came before it. Like, what is open world, right? Yeah, I think so. It's I open think, world. I think you can get around to wherever you want to go, you know? And they really lean into the horror aspects of it. Like, in the first three, what, four games that came out, mm-hmm. it was kind of like you know, normal fantasy, you know. I mean, not not that there's anything wrong with that, but it was kind of like fantasy, but not horror. But now it's fantasy, more horror-centric. And you can see that from the trailer. Like, if you look at the trailer, you'd think you were watching a movie like Hellraiser or another movie that you find scary. All right, I'll amend it. Okay. Yeah, little, it, I mean, like, <sighs> just, it, it really, really does kind of lean into the horror elements, which rightfully so, because I mean, if you look at the 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 character, what is it, Diablo? Right? Is the Diablo big, is not in this in that trailer? No, no, no. But I'm I'm saying like you know all the like the bad guys and the characters they are scary looking people. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So. I like the fact that Diablo 4 is kind of leaning toward these horror elements at the same time doing an angelic war, so to speak, right? I mean, that's kind of long past, but you'll get... That's kind of like it. It, it kind of follows a supernatural type thing where mm-hmm. they had the war. The war is kind of done, but not quite done. It's kind of like the way I see it is like remaining fractions and people that got forgotten about that you really shouldn't have forgotten about. By the same people who did Overwatch 2, which we just previously spoke of. Why is this being compared to Overwatch 2? I'm not comparing it. It's Blizzard Entertainment, so it just shows that Blizzard Entertainment is very diverse. Oh, well, that's what you mean. Okay. So yeah, Diablo Four is definitely something that I think, um, especially us, because we were like really diehard into Diablo Three, right? Um, that's something that definitely I think we wanna we wanna kind of look out for when it comes yeah, out in twenty twenty three. The the next game that I think Eli is very very interested in. Yeah. And um, there's no doubt about that. It's a Nintendo Switch game. Nintendo Switch. Which one is that? Uh, Demon Souls 3. Demon Souls 3? I mean, literally, this is... This is kidding. Literally, this is a game that when it was announced, people in bars were yelling and screaming that this thing is coming back. What game is that? Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. It's crazy. It's a pretty crazy thing. Honestly, uh, I don't believe... Wait, have we spoken about this on the podcast? No, I don't think we have. Oh. So, and, okay. Basically, 
the gameplay looks very different. They have like now they have like bokoblins, which are basically these goblin-looking things on stone taluses. They're definitely introducing new gameplay mechanics, and that much is for sure. Uh, very different gameplay mechanics. Yes, very different. Uh, they have like the Fortnite dive now. Um, and they seem to be building a lot on the story. So it's a very it's a very crazy thing. Uh, the original Breath of the Wild uh, Amazing, was a, right? practically a perfect game, in my opinion. I uh, think uh, before Elden Ring, I think everybody looked at Breath, Breath of, the, of Wild the Wild and said that this is how an open world game should be, right? For sure. So it really has me exciting for excited for Breath of the Wild too, especially with the new villain that they're introducing. Only thing is, Breath of the Wild two is taking a very long time to come out. Like, just release it already. The hype is dying. We just uh, want you the don't want to rush it because then that that's that's the problem. True. Infinite. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at that as a cautionary tale. Yeah. But the game is definitely probably going to be cool. I mean, there's nothing more to expect than it's just going to be another perfect game. So, yeah. All right. Um, the one that I'm looking forward to, again, is kind of in the same vein as Breath of the Wild. This is a game that has been anticipated for quite a long time. Definitely. And I'm talking about Bethesda's Starfield. Um, but this this is this is a game that you know prior to anybody kind of seeing the trailer was touted as oblivion in space. Wait, like Bethesda Scrolls, is making this Elder Scrolls yeah, in space. Bethesda. Uh, the thing that the thing that we the things that we've watched about Bethesda yeah. really has me. Now I'm worried because now I know who's developing this game. I mean, it, it looks beautiful the way the way it, it's shown. Um, the trailer looks amazing. I, I just, you know, when I look at the trailer, it, it doesn't scream Elder Scrolls in space. It, it just, you know, there is there is something no. to the game that is super super interesting. I just there's something that I can't put my finger on it. That it's like, I want to play this game so badly, but then again, I'm deathly afraid of what this thing is going to be. AJ, or rather Vladagon, you know how horrible this could be. You know exactly how much of a dumpster fire this would yeah. be. Unfortunately. Jesus Christ. Like, and this is it? Fallout 76. That literally was literally like, all of their games, practically. Okay, hold on. Okay. Let's get this straight. Elder Scrolls had to be like reworked. You know how much bugs and glitches there are. Okay, but that's it was that's a one good thing game. I will say. That's part of the charm of Skyrim. Okay, true. That's like that's who fair. doesn't want to see a floating mammoth out of nowhere just plop to the ground unharmed? But you that look- is funny AF. It is. It is. <laughs> but you look at Fallout. Okay, that and the recent that, stuff that the. I think it's Fallout 76. You, you Fallout guys 76. can correct me if I'm wrong, but if that is the right one, then yeah. Now, that I don't was mean the to, problematic one. I don't mean to make this a ripping on Bethesda uh, episode, but all I'm saying is Bethesda can be a bit of a scammer. 
Um, you know that. I don't know that I'd go that far. But, but they can be. That's all I'm saying. And considering this is the most anticipated game, I'm very worried. Well, and I have a right to be. You look at you look at what Bethesda has done. Um, the the game is set in space, and it's weird. But think about Bethesda. This is the first new IP that has de- been developed by this by this publishing company in over twenty five years. Like they've wow. leaned heavily on their other properties. This okay. is them really stepping out of their comfort zone because they haven't done anything else Actually, in twenty five years. You know that's what I'm good, but that's also concerning. See, here's the thing about Bethesda's games. They have really amazing games. I'm 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 gonna be frank. They have amazing games. They have Elder Scrolls. They but didn't Bethesda Bethesda also make Oblivion. The, well, yeah, that's, the entire, oh, that's all. Yeah, the that's all Elder Scrolls. And Fallout is a pretty good series. Sure, it had its ups and downs, a lot of downs that I'm not going to talk about. <laughs> yeah. But um, I could. It's the reason why I'm a little bit on edge and why I'm pretty concerned is because of what what has happened in their past games. It's although, just the fear of the unknown, really. Yeah, although. I have a little bit of hope for this, especially since this is their first game in like 25 years. So maybe this can be like their way of. It's not their first game in 25 years. It's their first new game. New, new game. Yeah, a new uh, IP, I guess. That would yeah. call this, it. Could this be yeah. a new Bethesda? Bethesda? Well, can I just say one thing? And I don't know if this is good or bad, but Bethesda has been trying to make a space game since 1994. I think this they could be had they good. had um, the rights to make a game based on some traveler role playing system. Uh, their Delta Five game in 1994 was supposed to be based on it, but it never really fully got done. Um, they had another game called The Tenth Planet that was canceled in 1997. That but that's but that that game, believe it or not, is kind of like the spiritual. Um, basis of Starfield. They also had the rights to Star Trek in the 2000s. Wow, really? They were going to make an RPG out of Star Trek, but it never, they never were able to pull it off. This is, this is in the making, in the works since 1994. So they've been trying to make space games. They just never really found the right the right whatever like for whatever reason it never it never worked for them so i mean i can only hope that that means they put a lot of attention to detail honestly and stuff like that since 1994 so i I just hope that shows is this bethesda's comeback story comeback story is i mean it's not it seems like this is the project that they've that they actually want to work on. Yeah, okay. This could be an apology for Fallout 76. (laughs) This could be... This could be Bethesda's, like, freaking... I don't know what analogy I'm thinking of, but... Okay, well, let's let's roll with that, because you know what? The Fallout 
of Fallout, Fallout 7, four yeah. of, of Fallout Four. Yeah, right? Fallout Four. Um, well, so there's Fallout seventy six, but right after Fallout Four was released in when was that twenty fifteen? Mm-hmm. That's when they started Starfield. Uh, this game is seven years in the making. So well, let's okay. hope this isn't another cyberpunk. Okay. So I have a, I have a we'll, good feeling. We'll see. I mean, it, it, they they started working on it in 2015. By 2018, they actually had a work in progress, pro, work in progress that you can actually play. But it wasn't until, um, well, it was in 2018 that they officially announced it, and it took them another four years to really finish it. So, I mean. The thought of Starfield started in 1994. The actual work on the game started in 2015. The finishing project product, uh, the time that it took was from 2018 up until now. Damn. I mean, does that mean that this game is going to be the most amazing thing since sliced bread? Or is it that this is just going to be an, an epic failure that has been drawn out for decades i guess that's what's gonna that's what we're gonna find out next year yeah best i can say i'll keep my eye on this i'm actually looking forward to this i'm gonna keep my eye on it i'm scared at the same time which is weird that's why i'm gonna keep my eye on it (laughs) i I have some hopes for it Uh, i'm not gonna go through the trouble of uh I guess I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna say, but it it might be good. It's very concerning and very hopeful. I guess. Yes. I don't know. Guess that right. works. Cautious optimism. Cautious, right? Yeah, there you Cautiously go. optimistic. All right, so that's gonna wrap up our look at the remainder of 2022 in terms of video games, and you know, we we kind of went back into the future into 2023 to try and check that out as well. Um, thank you all for listening again please I do remind you to remember to rate review and subscribe if you're listening to this podcast on any podcast apps and if you're watching us on YouTube please remember to subscribe like and hit that notification button Um, but until then we're signing off here I am Walt Vladigan. We never Eli. land the no, ending. No, 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 no. Really, really. Because I was expecting we, we pause. To go next. I, I Seventy-five was still episodes. To think of like, uh, the mayor, whatever. Cross again. We are seventy-five episodes, and we still haven't nailed the ending. Uh, whatever. This is crazy. All right. Anyway, I'm Walt. This is Vladigan. <laughs> this is. Um. <laughs> oh, we have so many. We have uh, like so many sources to use. I still can't think of anything. Right? It's so weird. Or maybe it's a, an overload of information that could be causing me to not think of anything, right? We have... May our Red Hood magic jumps no. cross again. Stop. <laughs> if you... If you... That's a collision. That is a collision. <laughs> it's a collision. Everything, everything that we... that All our endings usually end up with a collision. You know and what? Everybody dies. I, I will say this. Um, <laughs> so gruesome. One, oh thing, one thing we didn't mention 
is that there's a new Ghostbusters game coming out. Oh, yeah. If we had mentioned it in our most anticipated, we could have said, may our streams cross again. Streams? Oh, that could mean oh, come anything. Come on, man. <laughs> that could mean anything. When you're talking about... Yeah, when you're Never talking about Ghostbusters. streams. It's yeah. a whole thing in the movie. Okay. May our plagues cross again. <laughs> may our starships cross people. again. Everything ends up ends up in a it's everything ends in a gruesome way. May our oh god, like that's cross again. See exactly. <laughs> How about oh this? Always god. death may and destruction. Cross again. That's not a thing. That's a feeling. We're not murdering anybody with feelings, are we? That's but so scorn. really awkward though. Mayor scorns cross again. Well, you wanna, you don't want to murder anybody, so I'm, I'm giving you the chance just to feel butthurt. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know. All right, do we have a, do we have an ending? I don't. Know. May our star fields cross again? I don't know what a star field is. Throw a field of stars. Okay. I mean, I'm not into it anymore. <laughs> I stopped trying like eight minutes ago. My brain stopped processing what was going on. Um, yeah. Alright. In that case, later people. <laughs>